Hey everybody, I'm Adam. And I'm Michael. And today, we're going to get all Nicolas Cage up in here, because we're bored in Ohio. sort of pervy man meat thing a man meat thing i'm gonna get all nicholas cage up in here yeah we're gonna get real cagey <laughs> so i yeah as i was saying i watched mandy last night and did you explain did, explain to people like what mandy is because okay. i can't imagine a lot of people of seen this you saw i had you or like seen the, a trailer i saw a trailer for yeah, sure i was gonna say i thought i sent it to the to you guys to watch like you kevin and kyle mm-hmm. like you gotta watch this is crazy yeah. and it's it's crazy um it is set in 1983 time period so when i was born yeah there's honestly i think the only reason why they even point out that it's in in the early 80s anyway i don't know why they picked that specific year as 83 instead of mm-hmm. just is the, the at that time period there was a lot of um cult stuff still going around i mean i remember this very well uh people believing in i mean people still believe in witch, witchcraft and satanism and all that stuff anyway i'm not yeah. trying to say that people don't but it was it was it was larger than you get a lot of the 80s bands and stuff like that that was all you know you got oh, kiss yeah. and everybody else like huh and like so, all that like leftover stuff from the seventies, where you play it backwards, and oh, you can hear Satan exactly. telling you to do this. So it's it was heavier then. Um, I think that's the only reason why they they picked that time period. But it's a it's a weird. Did you see? Uh, I'm gonna I'll explain a little bit what more it was about. But did you see Into the Void, which came out? Mm-hmm. I think last <clears throat> year. I couldn't even tell you what the movie's about. It's extremely fucked up, but yet you don't stop watching it. There's so many editing, filtering, does, yeah. you know. Uh, it's kind of like that. Okay. A little bit. Um, Batman's dad is in it. Which one? He, um, oh, uh, from the Nolan movies. Okay. And I'm not got deal with that. And guy's he plays he plays the cult leader, like a Jesus Antichrist type figure. Okay. Uh, full frontal nudity of that man. Mm. <laughs> oh, did you know in Vikings it's the same guy? What? The the English uh, the king? The is is Thomas ba- Wayne? Is Thomas Wayne. Same damn guy. I haven't watched Vikings in forever. I need to go back and actually it didn't click that in, show. It didn't click until... I'm watching last night because he's got the long hair that he still had playing the, the, that, that king, mm-hmm. but completely shaved, no beard. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I recognize this guy's face so much. Why? What movie was it? Oh, Batman Begins. Duh, Thomas Wayne. Oh, yeah. And I go, son of a bitch. That's the same guy that plays also Vikings. I never put it together mm-hmm. until last night. Anyway, um, Nicolas Cage is a uh, lumberjack. Okay. But he doesn't use an axe. He uses a chainsaw. Okay. Um, they, and you only know that from the very beginning scene. Other than that, the man seemingly never seems to work again. But does uh, that chainsaw come back into play later? Yes, it does. Okay. 
<laughs> at the very end of the film. Yeah. Um, they, uh, he's got this, uh, it's his wife. You don't know really that it's even his wife until like 75% of the way of the movie and somebody mentions your wife. Anyway. Is, is his wife Mandy? His wife is Mandy. Okay. There's nothing. And she gets involved with this cult. The, the cult is in a van because that's big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of are driving down the road while she's coming up, walking up a road. The cult leader, Thomas Wayne, mm-hmm. <laughs> sees her walking along. They make eye contact. It's like the old 80s B horror films. Mm-hmm. They make the long eye contact. It's the th- look, fade, look, fade, look, fade. They did all the old editing technique thing there, except it's really, really colorful. The whole film is yeah. really colorful. Um, and then he just has to have her. She must be mine. Yes. And she must join my van troop. <laughs> and up until this, up until about midway through the movie, the movie is really about Mandy, which you would say, well, that makes sense. The film's called Mandy. But Nicolas Cage is the first name you see. And well, yeah. when they, I know, but I, I get that. You know, he's the big actor name. Well, yeah. he's not a big Quotation actor. Quotation fingers sure. now. He's but, just the actor trying to make money to pay off his taxes. But this was a good choice. This film, I can't. I liked it. I can't even. I couldn't tell you why I liked it. It is a fucked up movie. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Uh, a headline that I had read about it, like uh, a review, was basically like, "This is the the pinnacle Nicolas Cage movie." It is. So you know how you've seen all what well, people do all those uh, cuts with him do acting completely nuts in all of his yeah. movies. It's one of my favorite things. I can guarantee you that director said, I want Nick Cage in this movie. Because I saw this because, video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And they literally say to him, they're going to, you can kind of figure it out. They take his girl, his wife. Yeah. And something bad happens. And he has, and to, he has to go he get him. loses his fucking shit. <laughs> and they literally, Adam, I kid you not, they literally did a shot where after this, all this horrible shit happens, he walks into a room that's really well lit with some fucked up uh, wallpaper behind him with a bottle of uh, vodka and underwear and a t-shirt. And I guarantee the director said, you're going to walk in this room and you're going to do Nick Cage for like five minutes. Loses his mind the bathroom. Like, you would love it. He's like, ah! The whole time drinking, 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 screaming with his wide eye shit. He was pulling every one of those videos that he ever did in this one scene. And then from that point on, continues to do little rage moments as he's going back to take out this cult and the Hellraisers people. Okay. And they're basically, they summon, <clears throat> they don't really explain it. They summon a demon They thing? summon a demon biker gang. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cross between Hellraiser, all the... Uh, the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. It's they're literally a dead cross between the Cenobites and uh, any villain from Mad Max movies. Okay. Put the two of them together. That's what they are. They got the fucking metal shit all over them. Plus, they look like Cenobites, and they mm-hmm. just were summoned by some blowing. Your skin will be my leather. <laughs> I think that was actually from Rick and Morty. So this sounds ridiculous, but for some reason, because the editing is done so crazy, psychedelic, cool. Mm-hmm. It works so well. It's like <laughs> all of a sudden you got Nick Cage is he's a crazy, violent, not no no cool lined ash fucking up everybody that 
ever messed with his, you know, his wife. And it's, I, it's weird as shit, but it was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was funny because, like, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, this is weird as shit. It actually gave me um, vibes of House of a Thousand Corpses. It, yep. A little bit of that is in that, too. It's, it's yeah. You were, you're going to love... And I think uh, Kyle and, and Kevin, the, the force, really, really, you're going to love the, the what they did with the editing. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to look at. And it's weird. But it's like, a lot of filtering, a lot of um, stylistically. But, but, they, but they keep, as, as much as they got going on, they keep the style the whole movie long. And they let Nick Cage just... It's like, it's like we need you to be a, a, you know, a serious, solemn, dramatic... I mean, mm-hmm. nothing's sad... For the first half of the film, and then after that, you just do you, and that's what he does the rest of the movie. And it's it's great, weird, weird as hell, but great. Okay, I think I think what did they get on Rotten Tomatoes like eighty percent or something like that? Did it really? It's, it's pretty high. I think it was pretty high. All right. I think if I remember correctly, when I was that actually even in theaters? It is a no. It's definitely you can tell straight independent film where they got some crazy. Uh, the guy's only done a couple films. That I think this is his second film. I looked him up afterwards. He's got some weird ass name too. Okay, because I know I know Nicholas Cage is doing a lot of these like almost like, he's like almost whatever comes across his desk he's doing because yeah. he's you know he he's one of those actors that didn't pay taxes and shit and has I didn't, to do I, that. I didn't know about the taxes thing. He's one of those that didn't pay that. I mean, oh, yeah. how do you? It, I don't know if it was like you know an accountant thing. Like I don't know. I mean, it didn't go as far as him getting having to go to prison like Wesley Snipes for him not paying taxes. Yeah. And then as soon as he got out of jail, he started doing all kinds of... Just give it to me. <laughs> just anything you got. I, so you want me to do Blade again? I'll do Blade again. He's They're in talks, man. You saw that Marvel and him are... are for, I thought that was for doing like a TV series. No, they, he just did an interview last week. Someone was asking about some other thing he just, was just in or producing. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. And he said they've been going through, he's been talking to Marvel for over a year about potentially how they would fit him into. Yeah, I think they were. That movie or the TV thing with the daughter. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Because I guess that's in the comic series. Like Blade has a daughter. I don't want to see it. probably also a daywalker. And it's more focused on her. Do you want to see that? It could be. I mean. Think of it this way: it could almost be like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but a little more serious. They're not going to make it cool like Garamo did for the first Blade and the second Blade. I love the style. Garamo didn't of... do the first one. Yeah, he did. Garamo Tutor did not do the first. Blade. Oh no, he did the second film. He, did he the produced. One. He produced the first one or did something. He? I don't think he did. Or he wrote it. He he was involved some way. I don't think he was. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. First Blade was my favorite. Yeah, the second one I didn't care for so much. Which, make which me look is this weird up. is that Guillermo del Toro, who is notorious for doing these great uh, creature effects that, yeah. that are practical, introduced all the really stupid CG fight scenes. I hated that. In the On that one. stage, like the first big fight with he, that he does, yeah, it looks like, so they're stupid. They're moving around so quick, and they look like they have rubber bodies. They almost look like those inflatable men that you see on the... Uh, car dealerships, inflatable flappy arm guys, <laughs> like yeah, swiveling around. Yeah, you're right. No, he wasn't involved at all. Oh God. So Blade, which you and I agree on, we both really liked. 
and then the, the, he did a the director did a movie called The Last Minute. I don't know that one, but then he did his final movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that was the same and guy, Steve Nor- Norrington. Stephen Norrington. I know that that movie was so like such a critical bomb that probably ended his career. Yeah, no, I don't. It doesn't show that he directed anything after that. <laughs> I know that that movie had all kinds of issues. You never saw it? No. Oh, it's a, it's a shit fest. I heard like there's a lot of. I mean, I remember reading like there's like a lot of behind the scenes drama and like Sean Connery was like not about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would make any movie very difficult. Did you ever to read, make. did you ever see the interview with him about why he took that that? No. So he said he was offered um, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings before. Sean um, Connery was offered He was offered Gandalf? it first. Okay. He said he turned it down, the role, because he didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And then he was kicking himself when he saw the films ever since then. So then he saw, like, oh, this. I don't so understand they, this. I'll do this. The guy came to him and exactly what happened. Somebody gave it to him as, as, the, ne- as the next thing. He reads it. It's supposed to be this big thing that's going to turn into a, you know, a, a series of movies they're going to do with these guys. And he's like, I don't get it. But I'm gonna take it because I'm not gonna screw my. Mm. And no, it was a, it is a shit, shit movie. He retired not too long after that too, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't get, he didn't take Gandalf. I don't think I can picture Connery as Gandalf, no. even though I love Sean Connery, not as a Gandalf. No, because there's some really kind moments that he, that Gandalf is with uh, um, Frodo and stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't think Connery could have pulled those. He's too gruff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and try it. I No. <laughs> try it. You thought I was going to do it. I a did. I Connery. thought you were going to do it. You know I can't pull it off. <laughs> how would, I don't, how would, he, how would uh, Sean Connery say Frodo? Try it. Frodo? Frodo. You know I, I was, can't do I always accents. have to like go back to, uh, it's funny because we're talking about like Face Off. Or not Face Off, but Con. Not, wait, what am I thinking? Um, I know you're tolling all the Nicolas rock. Cage movies. The Rock. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that was with Sean Connery. I always have to think about that uh, line. The fuck your girlfriend or the, pro- the prom yes. queen one. He's like, your best. Losers always worry about their best. Now say Frodo. Bragger. Frodo. <laughs> that's a good, no, that's a good start off point. Go straight to the, your best. And then, oh yeah, that's right. That's how he hits that. And then yeah. Frodo. Yeah. That's... <laughs> All right. So, what would you give Mandy uh, out of ten? And I'm not. I'm going to say this. Uh, this one I'm going to say is you have to have a open mind to this, or you could say what the fuck is wrong with you that you like this movie. But I think generally any average person would see it and say, you know what, I, I liked it. I don't really know why, but I you know, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the first time you saw porn. <laughs> And and you, you you had no idea what was going on. You were a little mortified, but the second you saw Doggy Style, you're like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I remember the first porn I ever saw. I went to a party. I was 14. I was I didn't know anybody there. My cousin just left me with in a house with a bunch of people. I walked in some living room. And they were just watching. There's porn. like six dudes just hanging out, and I'm like, what are they doing? I was drunk by this point. Walked into that room, turned and looked up. They had a corner TV, small one of the thing, sure, and there's porn going on. I'm like, look back at all the guys. No one had their shit out. That was good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm drunk, 14, screw it. Sat down and watched the whole rest of the thing with them. That's a weird group activity. It is. A, yeah, no, yeah, it is. But I think that's almost, 
I think that's a lot of guys' first encounters with, with porn. Which is weird, right? Because I think I mean, that was mine, too. Um, I think we're over a buddy's house. A buddy, loose term. He was just a next-door neighbor. And they had HBO and put on, he was put on real sex. And all oh, of a sudden yeah, there was like that. strippers like getting naked and like pouring stuff on themselves. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> well, it was weird because I'm like, oh, that, I, I like this. This is nice. Yeah. But then they started pouring weird shit on themselves. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this anymore. <laughs> is this what all women do? What? Do they have to do that? <laughs> but yeah, that was the thing again, like. It was a group of us, yeah. And it was just like, was it all oh. dead? Was it dead silent in the room too? Yeah, yeah. No one talks. No one. It's 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 really weird if like, you think oh, about it. They're like, it's like we have this access to this thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter that we're all here, and it's kind of weird. We don't know how long we're gonna have this thing. <laughs> so everyone just shut up and watch. Yeah. I'm with you, man. It was, it's young boys are disgusting. They're they're Yeah, they are. You're humping pillows, couch cushions, lotion. Okay. I didn't do any of that. Me either. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So did you actually give uh, Uh, a movie? I would give it a solid B and I I, I can't tell you why (laughs) I liked this movie so much. I literally, there was I want to say about was like 88, 90% of the way through the film. And I thought I shouldn't have rented this. I should have bought this. And mm. I, and I don't, I don't know why I really liked it, but it wasn't, it's just fucking weird. You get, you should see it. You really should see it. I'll check it out. Moving on. Yeah. Another. Yeah. Mom and dad. Recent Nicholas Cage movie. I think, you know, like they seem like movies kind of in the same vein of each other. Like these genre ish. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is Nicolas Cage's, like, new wheelhouse? You know, if... So, Mom and Dad, not as not not as good. Okay. Um, but if he keeps doing and picking the right ones, and this you're like... This could be his new thing. It, it could really work for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost like... It's almost in a way like Johnny Depp at first would just do these just weird roles. Just pick yeah. real, you know... Well, that's because Johnny Depp's just a weirdo. He is. But then Nicolas Cage just, you know, he start doing he starts off doing these bigger budget films mm-hmm. and then he's doing almost if he keeps doing the flip flop and choosing the right ones, I mean I think it could really work for him. It's funny that he became a nineties action hero. Yeah, he doesn't I, I really seem and the movies the he type. did before the movies he did before he started doing those I'm like how did, who, artsy. Who, yeah. yeah. Who thought this guy would be an action star? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how it came about, but yeah, it it was crazy yeah. for a while. Anyway, mom and dad. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I think I can even give the synopsis on this one because yeah, it's very simple. Yeah, please. One day, moms and dads, something something triggers them and they start trying to kill their kids. Yeah. And it's Nicolas Cage and is it Katie Holmes? No, it's... um, uh, Shit. Uh, I thought it was Katie Holmes. No, yeah, it's uh, Hellboy, the female love interest. Uh, uh, Selma Blair? That's it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. she's the wife and he's the dad. Okay. To nobody, like you don't know who they are, actor and actresses, because it's a low budget film that right. play the children. I assume it follows their family. Primarily, the, are almost exclusively. Do they show much happen with other families? Yeah, yeah they do. Just okay. it's it's, but the primary, more of the primary focus is on that daughter and son of Nicholas Cage and Selma Blair uh, as the parents. You know what would be kind of funny. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, 
if it was only done from the perspective of that family and like the kids would turn on the TV and it's just like, oh, you know, parent like reported whatever child's death or whatever. But it was all fake, like that the parents put like put it on. And like when they like they escaped the house and really everything else is just normal outside. And yeah. the parents have just been fucking with them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different take on it. That's the remake. At the end, like they're out there, they're just like bleeding and they're like, what's happening? <laughs> Nicholas Cage goes out and jumps out. He's like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> that's why you don't masturbate on your sheets that's, that's right someone's got to take those off for your ass yeah i'm tired of cleaning that shit that's the, i hope you le- learned your lesson <laughs> yeah you're tired of grounding them because grounding's not working you got to step it up yeah yeah <laughs> tell, tell us more about it like what was what was good what was bad all right so the premise was actually funny clever i actually thought okay this is not a this is actually not a bad idea so there's a there's a a sound a signal they don't really like oh you know show it off like that but there's something that happens and all of a sudden the parents who seem completely normal show up at schools Mm -hmm. like they're releasing kids because there's a bunch of kids that are starting to die that are coming through the principal and everything decided that you know we're going to lock this down but when the kids go out to get ready to to leave for the day, they have all this police here because there was students dying. Mm-hmm. Because the teachers don't kill the kids. It's they're not the their parents. kids. Okay. They don't even feel anything one way or another until, about if, unless it's their kid. Until which, they see their kid. Until they see their own kid. So there's all these moms and dads along the fence line. I think you can see this in the trailer. And they're like, come here, come here, Haji. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Waving them over. And the kids are like, yeah, I just want to go. And the police are like, don't go near them. Don't go near them. And then one of the kids break for it. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kid gets over. He climbs over the fence. turns down. Immediately, she just fucking starts stabbing the kid to death. And then all of the other parents are like, yeah, yeah, come here. Come here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. And it's kind of funny in a dark, dark way because they're just out of their mind. But Nicolas Cage and so those two parents, it seemed to have a delayed effect. So... It, it, are their kids little by little no no but that little by little they, it was clever the way they were doing it the movie was just too long but, yeah but it was clever because you know they would show little changes at a time at first dad love you love you and the kid would say something a little off and nicholas cage would do his, his you know his fucking wild eyed look at him yeah. like for a second i'm super pissed i'm gonna fucking stab you in the head and then he would like oh yeah you know shake it off and yeah yeah, 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 yeah i'll see you later and then you know by day two they're like, let's fucking kill the kids. And it's great. It's like fucking home alone in the house. The two kids are basically locked in. And it's Nicholas Cage and Summer Blood are walking around with the honey, go get this weapon. And they're just trying to beat down doors to kill their own kids. It was it the movie was not great mm-hmm. until the last 25% of it. Because the kids are fighting back against their parents, of course. The yeah. parents are just trying to kill them. But Nicholas Cage has been like lit on fire. I'm not ruining anything for you by telling us. Oh, yeah. Caught on fire. Some of has got some damage and whatnot like this. So they're barely, like, you know, they're hurting, but they still got plenty of energy to kill their two kids. And the kids are like, they get to the point where they're trapped. And this is a slight spoiler. This movie's been out for a while, so cut me a little bit of slack because this is great. It never occurred to you the whole time you're watching the movie that mm-hmm. the parents have their own parents. <laughs> so there's a beautiful moment where I di- it never occurred to me. The doorbell rings. And it's their And as soon as parents. the doorbell rings, I go... Oh, fuck. They've got parents. 
they opened the door and I don't know who the woman was that plays Nicolas Cage's mom, mm-hmm. but Bishop from Aliens. Oh, nice. Is he, they're like, hi. We're here. And then Stone Blur's like, why are you guys here? Because they're all like fucking bad bleeding mm-hmm. and everything. Why are you guys here? We're kind of in the middle of something. It's not a good time. And then he's like, where's Nick? Just like, because they, the two of them don't get it. It doesn't click to them that they're wanting to kill their kids because it's a nut thing. Yeah. It's just normal. But they didn't click. And then his dad sees Nicholas Cage fucking immediately. He's like, hi, son. Stabs his ass. And then it's them battling each other plus the other. And this is when I was like, this is fucking great. The movie got so great the last 25% of that movie. It's so good. The, but the first, you're struggling. I mean, there's little funny shit here and there. But it's just too long. Way too mm-hmm. long. But uh, no, this gets like a C minus D plus. Okay. But that last quarter of it, dude, I'd give it A minus too. It was great. Nice. <laughs> I, I like the premise because it's, it's almost a different take on a, a like a zombie movie. It, yeah. Um, do they ever explain where the sound came nope. from? It's not, it's not, okay. which I'm actually okay with this type. I'm okay with, I don't want to, I don't need to know. Well, yeah, I, I don't either. Like I, I'm not like they never usually explain how the zombie apocalypse starts. It just starts. Yeah. And it's always just assumed it's a virus. Well, except for, did you see any of the really shitty night of the living dead movies after the first one, which is great, but the rest of them, that kind of go, they actually explain there's some chemical that the government was making that gets dropped and broken open and that goes over that mist of chemical goes over uh, so a cemetery like the, the umbrella corporation exactly i think it was nine to live in dead part three mm. they explain it as a chemical yeah that brings I, back the dead so many so much of these things are better like not explained yeah just don't. leave it be like kind of a weird mystery thing i agree completely well now i want to watch the last 25 percent of that movie God. <laughs> there's little things you'll giggle at if you watch the whole movie here and there but mm-hmm. you're kind of like the movie's just eh, it's okay I would never watch this again but I would watch the last 25% of that movie just watching Nicolas Cage <laughs> lose his damn mind and yeah. then Bishop coming in there because <laughs> you know he's older good. now yeah and he's like I saw <laughs> fucking kill you hey Come here, give dad a hug. Exactly. It's kind of like that. It's fucking guts him. <laughs> See, what have been, uh, what, so if they would have just got to the point a little quicker, it would have probably been a little better. Now, a way to do it, I'm just wondering, it's hard. I'm trying to like give ideas to a movie that I didn't see, but um, maybe like if it started off with the kids in school. And it wasn't so apparent that it was just parents trying to kill their kids, like, right away. If they they actually it, did, I think that was the problem. They showed, I'll let you continue, but but they showed, I think there were two kills before that happened. And they actually show you that the parent goes, kind of clicks a little bit and kills their own kid. If mm-hmm. you maybe heard it, something on the radio that a child died or a child died. Now you hear, like, not you have so a different buildup. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, you, the kids are going, like, there was a lockdown, but, like, the kids are allowed to go home. And you saw like hints of that parent stuff, but not as blatant. Yeah. And it shows the kids go home and they're like so excited to be home because they feel like they're safe with their parents. And then you get that slow. You start to see them, the parents, like having those reactions that you were seeing as they were going home and saying things. Right. 
I think that would have, could have been a nice buildup and not so over the, you know, beat you over the head with the concept. Exactly. They, and and then they did do that. Yeah. Go right into Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one gets a, a, a D plus. D plus C minus. I, I I could go either way because that last quarter of the movie almost saves the film for me. So okay, and then Mandy gets a solid B. Oh yeah, it was good. I right. I, I I liked it. Many people I would assume would think, what in the fuck am I watching? Yeah, I mean that's. I mean I felt that way about House Without. I know you don't like House of a Thousand Corpses. Actually, I do like the movie. You do? I don't Who like. This, like I don't it? like the second. You don't one. like? The, see, I don't like the first one. I like the second one way more than the first one. I think the second one is way more thought out and written yeah. better. But I liked portions of House of a Thousand Corpses. There's a lot of it. I've like cut it all once out. Once they went underground, it was like this whole Alice in Wonderland thing. It got way too fucking weird for me. But that's the part I liked, actually. See, you're fucked up. <laughs> you're yeah. fucked up. Maybe I won't like Mandy. I don't think Kara... <laughs> I, would, I, would, I almost want Kara to watch it with you. It's not overly... Uh, grotesque like that. Mm-hmm. It's not horror, horror. I will tell you that it's not. Okay. I would almost like her to watch it with you, and I want to know what her reaction is to it. I kind of believe, like in the first twenty-five minutes, she'd be, "What the fuck are we watching? What what is this?" And then I want to know by the end of it if she was still like, "And what the fuck did we just watch?" Yeah, <laughs> maybe she probably would be. Yeah. Uh, weird side note. Uh, did you ever see that Rick and Morty thing? Um, where they it was Rick. Uh. They they redid a transcript from a from an actual trial. No, I don't think. Uh, there's like it wasn't have, was it one of the shows, right? No, this was something else. They took a transcript from an actual courtroom, and Morty was the judge, and Rick was the. I remember you defendant. telling me, but I never. Li- oh my god! I need to do that. If if we have time, before, yeah, the, or after we're done recording, before you have to go home, we're gonna watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Because. <laughs> When you think it's actual real transcript, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember you. I remember this now, but I never did. No. All right. So, well, what do you got going on, bud? I'm leaving soon. Yeah. Or I'm already gone. I don't know. It depends on when we're airing this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fair, fair warning. Yeah, we're 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 recording several episodes while Mike's going to be away, uh, doing his travels in Scotland. So all of our Listeners or, don't miss us. Say, say, say Scot- Scotland. There you, ooh. Oh, was that? That was good. Oh, I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just prepping for that. Um, and you know what I'll do? I'll post a lot of pictures of up kilt from me on the oh, blog. Oh, no. No one wants to see that. <laughs> just if you're like, I'm doing it like the real people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keeping it Scottish. Um, so I don't know if I told you this, but... And I don't know when we're airing this, but it won't matter. Uh, I've been doing a weight loss challenge with Kara. You did not tell me this. Yeah. We were doing four weeks. And it was about uh, body weight percentage, what you lose, since that's, that's what makes it fair. Okay. Um, and the rewards. Oh. Whoever wins got to pick, like, I'm going to get whatever reward. Oh, nice. And uh, Kara's like, I want tickets to see Rent. If I win, oh god, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, you better win. I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a fucking Lego set. Oh, okay. Last time I checked, I'm winning, bro. Oh, what are you gonna get? I'm thinking about the. They had a a Voltron 
Lego set. Oh, the Weston got it. Yeah, the Weston looks super fucking. I cool. hate Voltron, but I that, liked that figure. Yeah, that was cool. And they also have the like the original James Bond Aston Martin. Oh, that's right. I that thing's about badass. That, that is shit. really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing. But I also have to build. I also I put stipulations on myself too. Besides the weight loss thing, I was like, and I have to build two Lego sets because okay. I have so many. <laughs> you do. You're spoiled. I mean, I work hard. What's the, what's the Transformers Living World called again? That planet. Uh, Cybertron. Yeah. Cybertron. Is that, is that a Lego set? I don't know. It would just that be, would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Because that actually transforms into some huge thing too, doesn't it? I think. I have no idea. I'm. I was not a Transformers kid. Uh, I. I mean, I. I wanted the toys, but I never watched the show. The show was on. That show was cool. I liked the show. Mm. Anyway. Mm. So now I'm just preparing and whatnot and nothing else going on. So, until next time, thank you for letting us inside you. Because we're born Ohio. more like it's in your like i'm leaning over to your ear really close and then putting a little lick on your earlobe and saying thanks for letting me inside you it's more intimate that way